It's Thursday, it's 5 o'clock, and that means only one thing. Space Ghost Eats has gone live. And uh, what an exciting uh, episode we have for you, so buckle right up. I'm going to go ahead and introduce Darlene. How are you, Darlene? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am uh, so excited. I know. I, I smell. The, I mean, the studio smells ridiculously it good. Does. Can you? Yes. Got, we got to get that smell of vision yeah. for <laughs> our viewers and, <laughs> and our listeners. Um, once again, thank you so much for tuning into the Space Coast Eats uh, podcast. This is our, our 38th, I believe, our 37th episode now. Yeah. And we have uh, two brilliant guests in the studio joining mm-hmm. us, which is so exciting. Uh, if you haven't yet, please click that, click that uh, subscribe a button where you're uh, tuning in from uh, Spotify or Apple. I think it's different on, on whatever platform. So I think right. Spotify is like follow uh, Apple podcast. It's, it's subscribe. Uh, that way you don't miss another episode. And again, search for us at space coast podcast network, wherever you find podcasts. Um, and of course, if you're watching at home at the office on your commute to, to, uh, to the house after work here on this Thursday night, uh, make sure you uh, engage with us. Give us a like, give us a share. Mm-hmm. And certainly if you hear anything that you do like, give us a comment. Yeah, uh, unless you're driving. You could ask questions. Yes. Yeah, just have Siri. Uh, yeah. Hey, Siri, um, uh, text Darlene and, and tell her to send me that recipe. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, of course, if you already have her number and you're already in good standings with her. So anyway, we're going to move right along. Um, so much exciting things have happened recently. Yeah. Um, I've been uh, going around and, and tasting some new places, uh, you know, kind of recruiting. Or not recruiting, but, you know, hmm. trying to partner with other people seeing what we can do with um, yeah. different venues and, and, and new um, uh, places. I went recently to the Grand, um, what is it called? The Grand Manor. Okay. It's, on it's the old Space Coast Associate Realtor's office. And a big, beautiful uh, wedding venue now. Is it called the 14? Is it a number? I think it used to be, but now I think it's just Tony's. Um, okay. The owner has uh, rebranded it, but it's a it's full liquor and they it's Cuban. And I had some mm. empanadas, which were really good. I had a jerk chicken empanada and a pulled pork. I think, yeah, it was a pulled pork uh, with uh, smoked Gouda uh, okay. empanada. So really, you know, uh, out of the box flavors. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a really nice, uh, it's like a build your own box uh, concept. And, and you go around a, uh, like a, like a, um, uh, buffet but you know they right. serve you you know because okay. you know we want to make it covid friendly yeah so they have like three types of rice maybe four types of rice okay uh five types of proteins including a really good picadilla mm-hmm. uh, they had a chicken of the day which is like a thai uh, chili uh, chicken mm-hmm. uh garlic chicken um anyway all the good caribbean and, mm. and latin flavors and uh all of that for like 11 bucks a pair of um a pair of uh, empanadas for like seven bucks I love an so, empanada, a yeah. good empanada. And they had a full liquor bar, so, you know, I yeah. had a tangerine tonic with my nice <laughs> my lunch. Yeah. Good people. Um, really exciting. And uh, anyway, we're going to get going. I already see some of our, our favorite uh, viewers here, Genevieve and Jane. Uh, can't wait to try these guys. Hi from Wisconsin. Right? Yes, Wisconsin? Jane went, yeah. Jane was here, and then she went back up to Wisconsin for Christmas. So Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, she's colder than holidays. we are, even though we're cold. Yes. We're nippy here in Florida, we, but <laughs> not quite so much uh, compared to if Wisconsin. You, exactly. And if, if you haven't listened to our last podcast, Holiday mm-hmm. Traditions, with just uh, Darlene and I, make sure you tune in. Yeah. Uh, we, it's we a had, good one. We had a good episode. That, yeah. was, that was a lot of fun. A lot of good feedback already. Mm-hmm. Um, Darlene, you had quite the experience i mean I, so i talked about a little of my exploits over the week but i yeah. think you had the ultimate exploit i think I, you had the mm. foodie 
uh, experience of the year. Yeah, yeah, I did with these two guys. Oh, these same guys? These same guys. These same, oh, my yes, goodness. No yes. wonder you brought them on the show. <laughs> yeah, so um, I had heard through the grapevine mm-hmm. that there were um, these chefs that were doing private dinners. And oh. I was like, how freaking fun is that? I need to get on this grapevine. Yeah. So... They came into my home, and I honestly didn't know what to expect, but mm. I thought, how fun is that to just have some friends, especially it's the holidays. You know, my house is, you know, somewhat decorated. It's got, <laughs> I got my Christmas stuff out, and sure. you, you want to kind of have a party. And a lot of times during the holidays, I'll have like a girl's brunch or some different things, but we're not doing a lot of the big stuff really so much this year, getting a lot of people together, right? It's it's it's, it's hard to collect, yeah, yeah, yeah. gather. Yeah. So, um just to do something maybe small and intimate is probably a better idea, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought this would be kind of fun. Sure. And um, so just messaging these guys and talking to them, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, so I'm thinking I need to get all my plates out and do all these different things and all this prep stuff. And he said, silverware and barware. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, thinking there's just... That's, that's, that's it. Yeah, silverware and barware. Okay. And um, basically surprise me because mm-hmm. we didn't give <laughs> any menu i'm all about surprises right yes um so i'm gonna introduce them because i'm still talking and mm-hmm. i haven't done that yet um this is matt and daniel from the supper club mm-hmm. and they do come in and prepare food in your home and it is an incredible experience it's it's several hours of just having amazing food prepared and brought to you so in courses in courses i know and i saw the courses even, yes. even including an intermeason which you yeah. don't even find at even fine dining uh restaurants anymore not you know, often nobody does an emma's bush nobody does like right. the, the classical uh traits of a, of a full course you know it's typically yeah. like uh super salad your main course mm-hmm. dessert get the heck out right yeah i mean but anything over four courses is like nobody does that because mm-hmm. nobody's used to like the small portions they want to right Big portion, you know, yeah. of an appetizer or super salad, yeah, and a big portion of an entree, and then mm-hmm. they're gonna, you know, to the gills with whatever dessert, you know, mm-hmm. they they can do. Instead, you know, there's there's a there's a magic when you can mm-hmm. do multiple courses, mm-hmm. all not miniature, but enough to get the flavor, get the texture, yeah. move on, and, and then you get, you're treated with more of a variety mm-hmm. instead of just a whole lot of one thing. Well, and for us, we like took our time eating it because mm-hmm. we're like, this is so delicious. We didn't want to like hurry up. We wanted to really savor every single bite of everything that you guys made us mm-hmm. because we knew it was going to go away <laughs> and there wouldn't be any more. Although there was another course coming and we didn't know what each course was going to be. So it was it's so exciting when you would come into the dining room and place it in front of us and then you explained whatever it was and everything was absolutely an incredible dining experience. It really was just, I, I really just can't even describe it. And I know I feel like I've like gushed mm-hmm. um, in my <laughs> blog, but it's everything that I feel and true is, I, I mean, is absolutely true. I'm mm. not just overstepping at all. Now in your blog, for those who haven't yeah. read it, it's uh, eatingplayboulevard.com mm-hmm. and the blogs are situated uh, categorically by, um, mm-hmm. you know, by time stamps and so on. So they should be able to find the, the Yeah, I the think one. I titled it A Dining Experience Second to None, right. I think is what I yeah. titled it. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you included the words um, Michelin, which if anybody knows, 
that you've compared it to like some five no. star like yes, pedigree. I, I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah I, I truly, I mean, and I said that to you guys that night. Yeah. I really ha I really do believe that it's it's what we experienced that mm -hmm. night um, really was absolutely top tier. Right. Absolutely. There's no doubt. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And yeah. um, and so again, I stand by it, and I said that my boss. Yeah, you did. Yeah. With with a, with a hand and, and I stand and, by it. And and in a uh, and and uh, another palm on the Julia mm -hmm. Child's you know art of cooking or joy mm -hmm. of cooking. Uh, no, you 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 did you mm -hmm. did praise them. Um, Quite a bit. I mean, the yeah. preface before you even got into the, the courses yeah. was like these guys. That so mm -hmm. you guys can come in here with with a with a lot of uh, I guess a lot credential. Of <laughs> a lot of no, don't, don't <laughs> take no it as pressure. pressure. No pressure. Don't take it as but pressure. Yeah. Because we have some listeners who are also very how do you say uh, a lot of discretion. You know, they mm -hmm. they've eaten everywhere right. mm -hmm. and they they know what a um, you know what what what, what a what a five-star restaurant looks like. Mm. Um, anything, again, with with a Michelin credential or anything else. Mm -hmm. So these people aren't too uh, unfamiliar. You know, mm -hmm. they're they're very savvy when it comes to that. So the so what, what we're listeners um, are going to hear, of course, uh, and what I want to convey tonight is why you guys do what you do. Mm -hmm. um, what, you know, what why did you get into to, to cooking? You know, did you start as a, as a dishwasher, get into line cook? Did, did you always knew you were going to be a chef? Did you start at a culinary school after high school? Like, so we're going to jump into all that. Yeah. And then we're going to learn about why you went the unconventional way of doing at-home private uh, uh, chef um, uh, features versus opening up a restaurant and a brick and mortar and, and so forth. So I, I really like to get that conversation going because, I mean, I have so many questions. We already know that there's talent behind you guys. Yeah. And we're certainly going to revisit the dinner um, experience um, for our, you know, Darlene segment. Mm -hmm. But let's get to know our guests. Uh, if if one of you wants to start versus the other ones, I mean, I'm not sure how much of a parallel uh, uh, background you guys have. I mean, if there are any parallels. So um, we'll go after. Because you guys met each other working together, right? Yeah, yes. we were we're working at the same restaurant for uh, a year and a half. Okay. Um, and we both left around the same time, mm -hmm. and still wanted to continue to cook. So uh, we kind of got together and we're like, "Hey, mm -hmm. you want to kind of start our own thing, our own idea, and do uh, in-home dinner parties? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, get to interact with the guests, make mm -hmm. our own menus." Um, mm -hmm just kind of do our own thing and have fun with it yeah so so let's let's back up uh we'll go alphabetical daniel yes uh how'd you get into being you know someone who likes uh to work with food i would say probably out of luck i mean just oh. just working to have a job right out of high school you okay. know i started making pizzas oh pizzas mm -hmm. yeah and that was always fun but no, i love pizzas not much appreciation was there for the food back then it <laughs> right. was more of just a job but the more i worked at it the more i became interested in it on my own especially mm -hmm. and a lot of jobs limited what i could do so eventually i wanted to step up and move into fine dining which i did mm -hmm. and i guess it just got to a point where i wanted to express the creativity i had with food and being restricted on someone else's menu, someone else's plan, it's a little difficult mm -hmm. to uh, really show what you're capable of doing, especially when you're climbing the way up from the bottom as a 22-year-old mm -hmm. cook at the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so did you get any formal training? Formal training, I would say no. Um, okay. None of us have been to, either of us haven't been to culinary school either. Okay. But um, I don't see that limiting us in any way of our talents or skills. 
You know, it took somebody that mm. didn't go to a, a culinary school to, to to create the first culinary school, right? There you go. So yeah, yeah. not not everybody <laughs> is you know. I mean, I think Emeril and I mean, there's some mm. there's some big names who they just worked in a family kitchen mm-hmm. and just learned all of grandma's recipe. And they started at eight, you know, um, eight years old and, 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 and they just worked, they just mm-hmm. did it for the rest of their life. Well, and, I think that's, yeah. that's a better way to do it, to be honest, mm-hmm. just um, in the kitchen, really on hand. On the job training is definitely mm-hmm. the best way. And right. I think is if, if you have a passion for something, especially in the art side, right. that, that speaks volumes over any kind of training. I mean, Beethoven, I think, I don't think Beethoven ever had any training. Am I correct on that? Um, it's, I don't, it's I don't believe not far he, from the truth. Yeah, you know, I so, don't think he yeah. ever had any training and in, in look at his, he, but he had a passion. Right. Um, and he had a talent. And I think you have a passion and a talent. The training is great mm-hmm. for maybe some fine-tuning things, but that doesn't necessarily make you an amazing cook. I mean, I could go to culinary school, but that would make me still not a very good cook. <laughs> D- Dave <laughs> Thomas like of Wendy's, who has a lot of restaurants around the world. Yeah. Never even graduated high school. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it, it, again, it's it's not a barometer as to how no. successful you can be. No, it really lies in the passion, and of course, a palate. You have to have yeah. a good palate. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you got to know, you know, the, the seasonings and the balance, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the acidity and the sweetness. I mean, you know, and and that just comes from experience. Like you said, you oh, know, yeah. the, the best classroom is doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so n- no formal training, just just a passion. It seems like just work. You know, d- just. The, the, the school For of the hard knocks. Part, yeah, just taking everything I can from restaurant to restaurant as I go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how many restaurants would you say you guys have combined experience at? Uh, restaurants or years? Uh, restaurants. Restaurants? Mm-hmm. I've, I've only, only worked at four. Okay. I've only worked at three. Okay, so about seven restaurants. And about how many years combined? Six for me. Uh, five and a half for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't count the first... <laughs> Three or four, though. Sure. <laughs> I worked at four different pizzerias. I only made one <laughs> type of food, a pizza, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm really good at cutting cheese and making pizza sauce and making dough, mm-hmm. you know? Hey, making um, dough, that's a good talent to have. <laughs> you know, because yeah. it, it's the base of everything, you know? You're, 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 I mean, the right amount of water versus uh, flour versus yeast versus uh, salt and, and, and sugar. Uh, very, very important, oh, you yeah. know, and uh, and you can make five different things mm-hmm. with the same ingredients, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, just on how the recipe is. And, you know, you want to you want to be a, a really tall dough. You want to be a, like a, a flatter, you know, style uh, dough or bread. Um, but, yeah, you do you do learn a lot, you know, especially with the ovens. You know, mm-hmm. you have a stone oven and the bottom is heat is, is, is uh, a certain temperature and the air above it is another temperature. And if they're not even, then you're going to have a very crispy bottom and a very doughy top. And, you know, so, so to get it to match, it's, a, it's an art, you know. And, um, and yeah, certainly uh, the hustle and bustle of, of, of a short order, you know, I mean, like a pizzeria or something, you know, it's, 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 it's all speed. You oh, know, yeah. so some, sometimes getting that speed down and knowing how to manage four different things at the mm-hmm. same time uh, really helps you be keenly aware of your abilities. Because when you're at a, at a I'm certain, at a private residence, you don't have that, you know, there's no tickets coming in. There's no, you know, printers just yeah. popping out orders yeah. all the time. You know exactly what you, so it's, 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 it must be just so much more of a relaxing environment. Yeah. You, you're, you know, the menu's already preset and yeah. you just. Is it relaxing or is it odd being in someone else's kitchen? I, we have been welcomed by people and mm-hmm. so that's been great. It hasn't been awkward at all. The guests right. have a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always, we pretty much get rebooked after every party. 
Oh, cool. so that's that's good. Yeah, um, repeat we, business is that doesn't hurt. Yeah, no, we mm-hmm. we definitely have repeat business. Right. Every time we have a party, we get booked for one or two more parties. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely growing like mm-hmm. that. So why why private residence? So I mean, I guess one thing with um, with COVID obviously going on. Yeah, sure. Um, Necessity. Yeah. Right. Some people are you know a little nervous maybe to go out to restaurants. Fair. Um, yeah. I think having it in the comfort of your own home mm-hmm. is just. I mean, you you can't beat having someone mm-hmm. come and cook a five course Mm-mm. dinner for you in your own home and being totally relaxed, not having to have to worry about cleaning up or prepping, or you just get to sit down in your own home, relax, mm-hmm. and and eat a great dinner. And you know, we love providing that that service for people. Mm-hmm. So, from what I understand, it sounds like people were requesting it. It's not like you guys just were like, "Hey, we're going to do private, you know, residence dinners," but it found, you found like there was a, a demand. Like, man, it would be be great if you know you guys could just come to my house so when when we both left the restaurant i, I ran it by dan and i was like hey do you mm-hmm. want to maybe do these these parties for friends and and continue to cook while we're not sure. you know at a restaurant and he was like yeah for sure so mm-hmm. you know we started we hit some friends up and um pretty much from there it just kind of it kind of grew like exponentially people they've, are they have good friends with big mouths ex- yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. that's important it was yeah. actually uh it's been a co-worker of, of ours that reached out to Darlene about us mm-hmm. and that was definitely a huge move for us because after this past dinner we've already gotten I'd say seven bookings between seven now, bookings between now and next month you need an affiliate code mm-hmm. <laughs> we, and we only, our, our first dinner was uh like about a month ago no kidding yeah, yeah. and you already have Beginning. repeat bookings you got you're not it sounds like you're yeah. booked through like February, March. Uh, soon, soon, hopefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many? Uh, okay, so let, let's move on to like the logistics of it. How many private dinners could you do in a week? We every day, every we night. Could do seven. Seven. We so you guys yeah. are prepared to do it seven. And then, how many of the courses are going to be repeat? Because I imagine, like, from my experience in the kitchen, you buy bulk. Right. You're not buying like, you know, four of anything because that's how. I mean, well, it's really hard to get food costs. To, you know, no, absolutely. And yeah. when we first started, it's it's definitely difficult. The the least amount of business you have, it's going to be more difficult managing that and sure. managing your cost. So now that we're moving into where we're getting uh, steady bookings, we want to make not a seasonal menu, but but a but a menu that will last throughout maybe a maybe, few maybe weeks a, or so. Maybe a month a monthly menu is yeah. probably the, mm-hmm. the idea, or have yeah. two menus just that so people can pick from. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because you wouldn't get. I mean, if you're going to do like a pr- prime rib dinner, just f- just for an example, um, you're going to buy the whole rib. You're not going to just buy, you know, just those four servings for tonight's dinner. You're gonna, right. You know, you're going to want to buy the bulk, mm-hmm. the bulk product. And then you portion it out, you, you know, you put some in deep freeze, you know, for whatever. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's how most kitchens work. You know, you don't, right. you don't, yep. you don't buy just what you need for that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so managing that, I'm sure, is, is a challenge because... You know, without brick and mortar, you don't have like the walk-ins, you don't have the deep freeze, you don't have what conventional restaurants uh, are able to do. So, um, so you know, so that's all very curious. I'm not going to get into the details of it, uh, but I'm I'm certain you guys are, are learning to to manage that. Yeah. And um, and 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 I and I I'm only imagining that you guys, uh, you know, have a consultation with our dinner. So if somebody said, uh, you know, the, the the phone rings and you pick it up. And, and, and you say, hey, it's Matt. And I say, hey, Matt, I need you to come in. By the way, um, what do you need from me? And that consultation, mm-hmm. I mean, do, do you guys try to find out what they like? I mean, as far as not, not only just oh, yeah. allergies, but, you know, you try mm-hmm. to form a, a menu around what their, their likes are. Yeah. 
up until now I, I've checked with people on allergies and obviously mm -hmm. we'll, we'll still continue to do that um, and then I'll, I'll ask if there's something like specific that they would you know really enjoy to have incorporated into the menu and right. we, we really do our best to do that I'm pretty sure every single dinner that we've right. had a request for that so far we've been able to we've been able to do um, we also do like um, just kind of surprising you guys because we like you know you, we hope that you guys trust us you're having us come in your home mm. and uh, we know that the food that we put out is, is going to be mm. top-notch and that's I called it a discovery dinner right yeah and that's what that's what I would convey to the audience mm -hmm. like you guys are about yeah I'm gonna make you happy you want a scallop I'm gonna give you a great right. scallop mm. but if you are flexible and you yep. like surprises and you're adventurous mm. and you can be spontaneous with your with your cuisine because it's no fun you know, oh Matt and Dan, I want you, I want you to come to my dinner, but I need the first course to be a potato leek soup. I need the second course mm. to be a Caesar salad, and it's like, yeah, that's yeah. not fun. I, I would respectfully decline that. Uh, okay, <laughs> you respect. Okay, so there you go, right. uh, viewers. Yeah. And that's where I think their creativity and their passion comes in, and sure. that's where you, you're going to get the best of the best because right. it's not something that's they're excited about it, they're doing it, and it's really amazing food. And I think it's fun to just get stuff that you're, you know. Clearly tell them if there's something you don't like. Like, mm. I'm not a big fan of fish. So I, they asked me, what what are your allergies right. and what do you not like? So provided that, and I didn't get any fish. So thank, thank you for that. Of course. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, you, you just tell them what you don't care for, you know, certain things that you may not like that, you know, and you just work a menu around things that you don't care for versus things you definitely want. Um, I think... You Roger. know, at yeah. first we thought we were going to get a filet, and we'll talk about a little bit about the menu. And um, so I was excited about that. But, you know, you can get a filet anywhere. Mm -hmm. Every yeah. restaurant has the filet. And there's some filets that are amazing, some filet. And honestly, you can have an amazing filet at a restaurant the next time you go back, and it's not as good. It just depends mm -hmm. on how, you know, really honestly who's preparing it probably. Yeah. But at the end of the day, filets are good. Mm. But what we had was like significantly, I mean, honestly, just super different. So it's it's all in the way that you prepared it. And honestly, the presentation, too, is absolutely top notch. Yeah. So I got I got I got to ask, uh, do you qualify like a residence? You have to like say, like, listen, we need to come by so we could make sure the kitchen is, uh, you know, I mean, you're, you're not going to do it in a what bedroom studio apartment, no, we, right? I mean, so we, we, we wouldn't want to, but <laughs> right. Matt, Matt has definitely reached out and made sure, you know, that they have a suitable work environment for us. And mm. I mean, we, I'm we can not going to tell done. somebody no yeah. for right. what their kitchen we, looks we like. We can get it done. You have a stove, you have yeah. an oven and a stove top. We, we could cook we for can you. Make but it let's dinner. be honest, cooking over fire trumps a flat top electric or... I have a flat top. Yeah. Right. No, I, I saw know. that. And even, yeah. even, even we were saying, we can't believe that you were able to do that on our flat top <laughs> because I'm not, we're not, I'm not a big cook, so we, I don't really care. But, yeah. um, so the, the flat top is clearly not ideal for what you guys did, but you absolutely pulled it off even on our flat top. That, that's another really fun thing. It's, mm. it's, it's almost like a challenge going into different people's homes and being mm -hmm. in a different environment every mm -hmm. single time and having to like really quickly adapt and seeing where the counter space is and what their appliances are well, like. And, 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 and hear me out. This is what's, this is, this is all, I mean, because for me, my, my wheels just turn, right? Yeah. I'm just thinking, if you guys walk in and you know, you have a nice garnish, Right, like in like, well, how are we going to present this? Mm -hmm. And you see somebody with an air fryer, like, oh, we are so frying our our carrot, you know, our shredded carrots, or whatever, you know, the garnishes. We are so so. I'm sure if you walk into some place, and uh, and it has maybe like something that you're not, you know, that wow, look what they have, you know, even like mm -hmm. a deep fryer, 
you know, maybe an air fryer, maybe it's just, just something, pressure cooker. And you walk in and be like, man, these people really have it all. You know, they got the KitchenAid mixer. I mean, they're going to make your life so much easier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so does maybe your menu change or your style change if, if you see some, like, more amenities, like a double oven or no, one I, of those things? No, I wouldn't say so. I would say that, you know, we go in uh, with the the pretty much exact idea what we're going to get mm-hmm. done. Okay. We bring enough um, equipment to get that done. Uh, so you're not doing anything, like, at, on, on, on at the last minute or, or in, no, in, in, in the we, presence? No, but say yeah. we bring something that we plan on frying. And right. In order to do that, we're going to have to fill up a pot halfway with oil. Sure. And then somehow dispose of that oil afterwards and we walk right. in and we see that air fryer right, right. yeah there's definitely a possibility yeah. that we'll Fair use it to our advantage yeah yeah perfect so i do want to put this out yes my kitchen was cleaner when they left than when they came in and you mentioned that in the blog <laughs> oh did i okay yeah I remember no I, no I, it's, I, that it's, was impressive i because you always worry about when you cook you always have to clean up and that's hey, exhausting hey listen that's that's worth the cost of them coming in not only do I get oh, a, totally. not only do I get a dinner, but they also clean my kitchen. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So it was very nice. Learned that from working in restaurants. You don't you don't leave the restaurant if it's dirty. Yeah. No, I, trust yeah. me, I've I've closed down many many a fine restaurants here in this county. Yeah. Um, and it's and it, it you know and you have to take that side work. You have to take you know, you know when everything is put away, you know, and the coolers are wiped down and and and. You know, you got to deep clean. You know, you got to get in the, and you got to sweep the walk in. You got to, you got to, you know, make sure everything's covered, dated. You know, I mean, there's a lot of work in the kitchen that people maybe not realize. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to inventory all those things. Um, it's a lot. And then someone at the end of the night also has to like reorder for the next day. You know, they, they right. have to, you know, make sure that they, they, they could serve uh, food the next day and, and put in that last minute order for, you know, like a poor Paul's or, or a, uh, um, a, uh, um, another purveyor of, of produce for instance you know mm-hmm. uh that that would come in and uh and get that and, and make sure you're always always being resupplied yeah uh, mm-hmm. because especially with a brick and mortar there's more to just the food you know there's there's towels there's the linens there's you know so much more um but without all that you know you guys just get the clean you know personal kitchen which mm-hmm. you know industrial kitchens commercial kitchens rather are 500 1000 1500 square feet you know, whereas a personal kitchen, it's like what, ten by ten, twenty it, by twenty. It's, it's a cakewalk. I mean, it's of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. But why, why stemware? You said you said you know supply the flatware, supply the 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 the, the china, you know the, the plates and, and no and so no barware. I mean it's just barware, right? So yeah. you, are you guys pouring drinks as well? Um, we have not. We oh, have you have not. not. Okay. We no, we su- the we su- we do our own drinks. Oh, okay. And then our own silverware. And that's but they it. clean it all. They clean yeah, the we stemware. Yeah, everything clean. Yeah. yeah. So you, you guys drink like three different glasses of wine and, no. and different glasses. <laughs> you, got, you guys got a table full of wine glasses. No, we'll, no, we'll no. We'll clean utensils as we go and reset the table. Yes. Okay. So you're coursing every, every oh, yeah, course. Because yeah, right. yeah. mm-hmm. um, otherwise, five courses, I mean, that, that's a lot of flatware, you right. know, yeah. I mean, at, at a time. Um, but anyway, this, this is just all so fascinating. Um mm-hmm. So tell us what what a typical dinner is like. I mean, is it like a really small course? Is it like a super and salad? I mean, is, is it like a traditional course, or do you guys kind of play no, around with what it looks we, like as far as when the entree shows up versus? We definitely play around, and when we get together and uh, talk about it and brainstorm, we we always have a few things that we want to do. You know, he'll sure. have something he wants to do. I'll have something I want to do, and we just try to make it make the most sense. You know, something light first course always. Second course, um, it switches up all the time. And then the third course, we always play around and do something we normally wouldn't do, try something we've never tried. 
definitely try to get creative with the third course and um usually in between that we'll do the intermezzo a little palate cleanser mm-hmm. get them ready for the main mm-hmm. yeah and then the main that, and that was so delicious that's sorbet so good yeah, yeah. That looked amazing mm-hmm the uh, the main it might be a little bigger it's nothing nothing too large I don't think mm-hmm. I I think it's just the right right amount for portions and then uh, smaller desserts mm-hmm. not don't want to fill anyone to get anyone too full on sweets well not only that but it, I mean if it's really rich you mm-hmm. just need a couple bites yeah, yeah. yeah. you know I mean it, I mean I and I'm, I'm I got a sweet tooth mm-hmm. but even I'm limited to you know to what I what, what mm-hmm. I can enjoy now I'm I like the old timey desserts mm-hmm. like give me a good bread pudding like yeah. a real like some bourbon, you know, it's like, give me a really good, you know, bread pudding. Give me a good strawberry shortcake, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, wow me with the simple things like mm-hmm. the, you know, small, you know, mm-hmm. like, like little bits of ingredients, yeah. you know, the triple fudge, you know, tr- death by chocolates, you know, and all these other like heavy, rich things. You just don't need a big old Mm-mm. tall cake of it, you know, yeah. just, you just uh, make it, make it a, a style, you know? Yeah. And it's like, literally it's, we'd been eating for about two hours, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And nobody was like, Everybody was like comfortably full. No one ever felt like they just like. Like Thanksgiving. I, I always say you strapped yeah. on the feed bag. Nobody ever <laughs> felt that way right. because we had literally just like relaxed and enjoyed each individual course. Oh, yeah. And we just, and like I said, we ate it very slow because mm-hmm. we're like, we enjoyed every single bite of what we were eating versus just, you know, talking and eating, talking and eating, talking and eating. You're just like going, oh my gosh, we just could not get over each bite there, of what exactly. we were having. There was one, one dish, I forget which one it was, but I was washing dishes and I'm just listening and it was complete silence, just, just only <laughs> eating at the table. And I'm like, that's a good sign. That's a great sign. <laughs> yeah. So one thing you guys said that um, we all loved and we actually talked about it after you left is that um, when you work in a restaurant as chefs you don't get to hear feedback on the food and the mm-hmm. fact right. that you you know you can't in, in my kitchen you can't really see the dining room just there's a little area you can but the majority of it you can't which mm-hmm. is makes me crazy living in the house but um, <laughs> but you could hear us talking about how much we like the food and that made you liked that yeah we like you know Working in a restaurant, you're in the back, you're in the kitchen. You don't, you hardly see the guests. You know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you could peek through a window or something and see if they enjoyed the food. Um, I, when we worked at the restaurant, I'd usually usually ask the servers if everybody's doing all right out there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but being being in someone's home and serving them, you get to check mm-hmm. in on them every course, and mm-hmm. you know they get to see who's actually cooking their food. Because when you're at a restaurant, it mm-hmm. it's mystery. Yeah, it's just kind of yeah. mm-hmm. co- comes out a double door and. You know, yeah. you don't know where yeah. it's coming yeah. from, really. So. Exactly, and but usually it's, it's it's an expediter. It's not even like your mm-hmm. server. No, absolutely. Yeah. And then the the mm-hmm. server is usually so swamped that you'll ask them like, "Hey, what did they think of that dish?" And you'll just get, "Oh, they liked it," and then they're out the mm-hmm. door again. Right. Yeah. yeah no and, feedback. Yeah. And you don't think about that as a customer when you go to a restaurant that you know the person that's putting all their you know putting their heart and soul in your dish that they don't know mm-hmm. and they're passionate this is their passion this is what Absolutely. they love to do yeah, and everyone yeah. needs that feedback mm-hmm. in their job they need you know most people like to have that feedback when they do a good job good if bad but especially positive reinforcement yeah they yeah. need positive reinforcement especially if it's a job that they're passionate about versus you know just you know clicking off 
you know, if they're doing something that's very and, mundane. So, and especially if there's if they're if it's their own creation, like if that's exactly. a recipe or a special of the evening. Yeah. You know, how well is it going over? You know, we're trying to mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out if maybe we're going to add that to next season's menu. You know, so we're just kind of exactly. you know, this is like kind of a little little bit of a test. Well, we we've covered a lot. Yeah. And so we're going to come back. Mm-hmm. We're going to hear from Darlene with eatingflavorbar.com and we're going to go in more detail with pictures included. Yeah, that's going to be my eat drink play. That's right. So we're going to come back with her segment. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back and um and and exa- again, if you have any questions for uh Matthew or or Dan or you want to know their contact info cuz you've heard enough and you want to book them right now, uh go ahead and leave a uh, comment uh in in the in the the thread there uh on Facebook. And we'll go ahead and read and address all of your uh, questions and concerns. Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun. So Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be right back on the other side of this. Take care, guys. Join us for the fresh, new, For Your Best Self podcast with Drs. Anita Saluja and Rebecca Novo of Dermatology Plus Plastic Surgery. We will reveal the facts about techniques, trends, products, and procedures to be your best self. The first and only podcast combining the synergy of aesthetic dermatology plus plastic surgery. Search For Your Best Self on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. market for a new home? Perhaps you need to sell your old home and downsize or relocate. Hey there, my name is Jesse Hall with eXp Realty and I offer professional real estate services right here on the Space Coast. Give me a call 321-877-8737 for all of your real estate needs. Again, 321-877-8737 for all of your real estate needs. Buy, sell, invest with the best. Find out more at 321-BuySellInvest.com. All right, we're back, and uh, it looks like we are going to invite Darlene for her segment. This is EatDrinkPlayRevard.com, this week's Eats with Darlene Mahoney. Thank you for the intro. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk. Uh, usually I like talk about different places that I've hit up, blah, blah, yes. blah. But we are going to um, just really focus in on the um, dinner experience. And I do have some photos, and I did do my recent blog. Um, I haven't done a lot of blogs lately. I've been uh, blog lazy. So Is that a thing? It is now. It is blog now. Blog lazy. Yeah, That's hashtag right. blog lazy. So, uh, yeah, so we'll talk a little bit. I'll talk a little bit about our, you know, we've talked a little bit about the experience, but I'll go mm. a little bit through each of our courses um, that we had. And please correct me if I misspeak on 
product or um, description. Well, you do have the chefs at the table. You can ask exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, you know, coming in, we all sat down. We relaxed. Uh, first course was um, a celeriac. Soup? Yeah, celeriac. celeriac. So I mm-hmm. ah, see. I didn't butcher it completely. Oh, no, you were there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so it was really just a very light soup, and it had a crunch. Um, so what what did you cook? The it was like little bits of celery. What did you cook that in? Because it was just it the, was very uh, flavorful. It was the uh, pickled fennel. Okay, pickled fennel. And um, we just heated up the pickling liquid okay. and allowed it to cool before we pickled the fennel in it. That way Mm -hmm. it kept its crunch and gave the dish a little bit of a bite. Yeah, it was so good. I mean, you just can't even, and like little pea droplets were so pretty. Everything has, Mm -hmm. uh, everything was so, was presented so beautifully. So that was just really nice. So that was like our first surprise course. Yes. Uh, And then we enjoyed that. And then a single U10 scallop appeared. and it was on a bed of sea salt and and served in a shell. So I'm trying to load up these uh, pictures on yeah, time. Here's the, the scallop. Shell. Okay. Yeah, the scallop in, in the shell. And so that is <clears throat> plating that you provided, which is great because I honestly thought I was going to get out like Christmas dishes and wash them all up. And that would have never looked nice in my Christmas dishes. So. That's, that, that scallop does look perfectly cooked. It was amazing. Yeah. And it was, if you can tell in the image, it was sliced. It came pre-sliced. So... Mm. Uh, easy to eat, seared. Um, and then what is, explain what is the little sauce that it's sitting in? So uh, we did a uh, bacon dashi on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, dashi is usually made with katsobushi fish flakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we substituted that out for bacon. Um, they both have smoky flavors. Um, so it kind of, it works in the dashi. Mm-hmm. And, you know, bacon and scallops is like a timeless pairing that everybody yeah. uses. So we, we try yeah. to do plays on... Uh, on dishes that, you know, y- that you, you see all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's a traditional or- hors d'oeuvre, you know, the bacon wrapped scallop. But I, right. it's like, why ruin a scallop? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. all you taste is the bacon. Yeah. I typically take the bacon off of a bacon wrapped sal- scallop. It's too. Me too, because it it, yeah. it's usually soggy. No, the, yeah. when yeah. you bacon wrapped anything, I feel like the bacon is never to par. No. No. Yeah. No. I don't, yeah, I'm not. Mm-mm. And I only like bacon if it's like extra crispy. Even Me too. on hamburgers, they'll put it on there. I take it off because it's like. If I'm if I have the pool at bacon, <laughs> like like no. it's tra- yeah, I don't like no. that. Either, yeah. It's just then it's just fat. It is just fat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, <clears throat> and then yeah, so that was absolutely delicious. Super balanced. It took forever for us to eat it mm-hmm. because we really did just take our time. I just can't even tell you how taking our time we had eating our food. And then the next dish, we had no idea what it was. And I did get some really great video. Did you see the video I, of I you? Did. Butter basting it. Butter basting yeah. I know, that this looked, carrot. Uh, that looks so decadent. Oh, the man. carrot was incredible. Yeah. And it was really a work of art, something I've never seen or had before and never would have even thought it. So explain where you came up with this idea so i'm definitely not going to sit here and and say that i totally came up with that myself okay i I have seen it before not betty crocker though no no No. definitely (laughs) not i I have seen it and i thought it was a a really cool uh way to present a carrot where Mm -hmm. yeah who you know it's kind of hard to make a carrot cool yeah Um, i could that would make me a vegetarian i mean you've really it and i told jesse prior to you guys getting here that 
It was better than having a filet. It literally was better. Mm-hmm. I'm still having <laughs> yeah, trouble digesting that. He needs proof well, of it. Yeah, the, right. Uh, the original video that we saw to inspire us to do this, um, they brined it in salt to kind of um, make the carrot easier to work with. And we figured why not make a homemade harissa blend to kind of play with the carrot as well, the flavors of the carrot. And mm. so we made a harissa uh, blend to marinate it in for a day as well as the salt brine to loosen it up. And I think that really helped give it some bolder flavors. Well, you got to tenderize it. You oh, know, yeah. mm-hmm. so salt does that. Yeah. Um, did you know Coca-Cola is a really good tenderizer? Sure is. I've heard, I've heard that <laughs> so, before. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for like those ribeyes and mm-hmm. or those, you know, mm-hmm. fatty cuts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those wonders. Yeah. Um, so, and then there's a Bernays. And then you serve it with yeah. a Bernays sauce. So, Hello. Tr- you know, try to serve it like a traditional steak would be. We, mm-hmm. we pan seared it. Um, threw it in the oven, took it out, and butter basted it just like you would uh, get with a filet at a really nice restaurant. Exactly. Uh, mm. yeah. I yeah. mean, the, the presentation was, was just marvelous. Mm. Um, you included a picture of the, and I th- I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I have it. There it is. So yeah. that's the prep. So yes. you have the, that's the rice with the oyster shell for the, the previous course with the, yes. with the oyster. I'm sorry, with the, um, the scallop. That's the a scallop, scallop shell. Yes. Okay, not an oyster shell. There's a scallop shell for the uh, the oyster course. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, with the scallop course. I'm, I'm confusing my, my <laughs> shellfish here. Right. I'm so excited. I, and uh, and then we have the the uh, the twined up. Um, carrots. I mean, th- I mean thinly, thinly. Yeah. Sliced carrot. I mean, you, you guys must have used one of those. Um, mandolin. Yeah, yes. mandolin. Yeah. 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 Those things are so creative. I'm You're so really good, I'm yeah. afraid of mandolins. That would have been. They're dangerous. Yeah. That would have been nearly impossible to do that dish without one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be done, but... Yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, so we enjoyed that, and mm. then that's when we had our little me- mezzo? Intermezzo. Intermezzo. Mm. And um, what did that comprise of? That was just like a perfectly little cold bite so, of something. Um, yeah, we had made uh, apple cucumber and mm. mint sorbet, and uh, under that was um, coconut mm-hmm. um that was really infused with a lot of citric, a, a citrus, a lot of lemon went into mm-hmm. that just to give it a more tart taste and uh, help cleanse the palate. Yeah, it was it was so good. It, it, and it totally was just it was awesome. And, and for some of our, our, our listeners and, and viewers, why is it important to, to, to have that intermezzo in, in between, you know, two different style courses? Uh, it, ju- it kind of splits up the monotony of the courses and, mm-hmm. you know, Usually the previous course is really rich and right. you want to get that flavor out of, out of their mouth before uh, the, the main entree comes so they can really enjoy that next course as well. Exactly. Because when you are, when you are plating, especially a delicate marriage, mm-hmm. you know, like a like a, you know, a savory dish versus a, a tart dish versus, you know, whatever that looks like, um, you certainly you, you would do a di- this, pl- you know, pleasure and disservice if you um, just went from something like super smoky. To then something super tart or, or you know something with a citrus you know hint or or, or something like of the, to that effect or even just th- you know if you think of like some some common um, mistakes you know if you were to do like a really uh, um, fishy dish before like a, a, a nice uh, let's say uh, cheese or, or something you know so another delicate mm-hmm. uh, flavored dish you're 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 just you're just making it all just seem like one big yeah, thing and, th- and mm-hmm. at the end of the day you're gonna have like a just a yeah. bunch of weird textures and flavors in your mouth mm-hmm. and it's gonna it's not you're not you're not gonna really get the full characteristic of what that dish was intended to feel like like yeah. for, for instance um 
say the main course is qu- uh, quite heavy, right? Um, you wouldn't really want to follow that with a dessert that's very rich. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it could just be too much for the palate, and right? Mm-hmm. Just all, overwhelming. All the food has to taste good, but if it's not placed in the right order, then it kind of it'll ruin the experience. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So a lot, yep. lot goes into what makes you know multiple courses because it's almost like a, a you know a, uh, even like a movie or, or a good novel. Right. I mean, there's like, you know, you get to know the characters, Mm -hmm. you know, you get all that, Mm -hmm. you know, story build up. And then finally, you know, you get to the build up to that that climax, that Mm -hmm. that that peak of of excitement and drama. And then, of course, you let them down to, you know, resolution. Right. So everything, everything in a story or even in a meal should always have, you know, you want to just drop the the punchline at the beginning and mm-hmm. then because it's the rest mm-hmm. of the story is just going to be flat you know exactly. so right. it's 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 you have to have that that structure you know yeah. and, and and to work that dynamic with food i mean that's that's an art that's a yeah. skill yeah. It, it is absolutely exactly yeah. and then once we had that we um had our main which i i have never had duck before so that was my first rodeo with duck. You keep saying that. I just can't believe that. I know. I know. I was a duck virgin. So the the duck was, it was like, it was crispy. It was delicious. And I actually want some now. <laughs> I can't even explain it. I And I was, I when they brought it out, I was like, oh, gosh, I hope I like this. Because that was my first, uh-oh, I don't know. Because I always thought duck was going to be gamey. And I don't like gamey. Not gamey. It, it, oh my gosh! It was like pork belly. It was it, like it, eating pork belly. Yeah, the the breasts I think is is less, uh, but certainly you know I think the dark meat because mm-hmm. it has that much more oil and, and fat. Yeah, because a lot of the fat is, is flavor. You know, I mean, fat is yeah. flavor. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's tough to to you know be able to to separate the the both of them. You know, a yeah. dark meat and flavor. Yeah, um, that's why dark meat is so much more popular. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and, it was and, insane. Yeah. So do you want to explain kind of how you prepared that? Yeah, I want to hear this. Yeah, so we um, we cured the duck breast first in a uh, one-to-one salt and sugar mixture. We pretty much pack it in there, completely encased in that. Uh, we leave it for two hours. Uh, when you take it out, it draws out some of the moisture, but it also completely seasons the duck throughout, mm-hmm. so you don't have to add salt um, to the duck before you cook it. It's mm-hmm. uh, completely salted throughout evenly. Uh, rinse it off and then pat it dry and we lightly smoke it Um, you know when you're smoking food it could really become overpowering sometimes Mm -hmm. if you do it improperly or too wrong too long so we only do it for about a minute to two minutes just give it that light uh, smoke on the outside um, enough so you get the flavor but you know when you're taking a bite of it it doesn't you know you're not biting into a campfire and and how are you creating a a smoke (laughs) environment in a private residence so that's that's pre-smoked. Oh, okay. That I is see. pre-smoked. Yeah. Gotcha, that gotcha. has to be done ahead of time. The, yeah. the salt cure takes up to two hours. So. Okay, so you're mm-hmm. curing for two hours, and that's not that's not horrible. And mm-hmm. just like the brine that you used that you, you were talking about earlier, right? Um, and the pickling. I mean, are, are these like overnight pickles, or, or are they just uh, you know overnight brines? The pickling for sure. The brine we uh, tested it a little bit because um, over two hours, we found that two hours was just about right because. Mm-hmm too long with that it'll become more of a texture of like ham would be sure so we just had to find that sweet spot of where the brine will work but not over overdo it of course we found two hours but pickling um honestly the longer it's pickled in my opinion the better it gets of course right and um uh with with the duck breast um when when you uh cure it it it's taking moisture out so Mm -hmm. you have to be really careful when you're cooking it because 
it'll overcook really quickly. So you, you also have to be careful about that because if you mm. if you cure it too long, it's it'll get tough, really tough. I didn't even think about that because you guys got it to a beautiful mid rare. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean that's a perfect temperature. Yeah. I'm looking at that duck. I'm like, and wow. Because mm -hmm. of that, um, <laughs> he introduced a new way of cooking a duck breast. I've always done it a different way, but because mm -hmm. of the smoke and the cure, mm -hmm. um, we do it real low, real slow, the whole time to really render out that fat and not overcook mm -hmm. um, the flesh. You know, a low heat is gonna keep that flesh nice and moist nice and tender while rendering out all the fat that's in that skin to really get it nice and crispy so would would you say that you 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 brought that uh that breast then because it's cured that's that's already a form of cooking so and then you and of course there's a smoke that's a form of cooking um so all you have to really do is like reheat the duck is what you're um, saying no it's it's definitely the the smoke is definitely i wouldn't consider it uh, cooked at all it's, okay. it's it's a light very very uh, light ember two smoke two two minutes okay when it comes it, out it yeah, has it a, it so it's not getting a smoke ring or anything not right? no. not really yeah, right. it's it, it's raw when it's done smoking it, it didn't taste cut. smoky at all to me oh okay i don't know i don't we definitely wanted it to be um mild not overpowering um i mean the taste of duck by itself is just phenomenal of mm. course we just felt like this uh, elevated a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, um, really, really good. Looks amazing, guys. Looks yeah. absolutely just incredible. Um, in no. fact, secretly, I was hoping that you would bring duck tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we do have something. Leftover. We do have something. In I know. The studio. And we have, we to, have try to try it. We have to try it. Yes. So, so why don't you describe what you did bring, and we'll can you put that up in front of the food cam? Um, I could just. You, uh, well, uh, if you want to grab that that camera. Okay. Okay. The okay. one that I'm using and just kind of pointed at them and I'll just go off the uh yeah you want to pull that up okay hopefully everybody's not getting dizzy here all right no. here we go that looks there amazing we go. all right so you want to describe your dish uh yeah so we we uh it is a puff pastry pinwheel and the stuffing is um trumpet pulled trumpet trumpet mushrooms uh cooked in a tamarind barbecue sauce oh, oh my gosh goat cheese figs and caramelized onions See, goat cheese on anything for me. Oh, I'm my gosh. I'm so digging it. We don't have yes. – do we have forks by any chance? I will use my Yeah, hands. Right. just get We're in just there. We're just going to get in, in there. In okay. fact, you can tie my hands behind my well, back, and I'll put my well, face into it. Don't judge me then. And uh, another thing I'd like to point out is those mushrooms, they are uh, locally locally harvested. Oh, Fun okay. Fungi John mushrooms mm -hmm. out in St. Cloud. Uh, okay. Great, great purveyor, great guy, and yeah. great ah. product. So we, we like to support um, as much uh, local purveyors as we can. Yeah, uh, and th th does, that, does that go for your your proteins as well? Um, we do our best. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't found like uh, a, a local supplier of like beef or anything like that, no. but like I'm sure we could find something locally. Um, we have a, a great uh, microgreens guy as well, Jake mm -hmm. Stellar's microgreens. Um, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's also a great guy, and and you know anybody listening, restaurants or, or people listening could could check them out on Instagram because. Uh, they got great products, and it's you know supporting local business, and that's what we like to do. Uh, absolutely, that's and what we're um, all about here too. It's yeah. all local, yeah, for sure. So, I'm, and and uh, this this looks amazing. Uh, well, let, I'm going to take a bite. We'll let Darling take I'm the first bite. I'm not going to be shy. Yeah, so I'm probably going to take the rest <laughs> home. Or what's the verdict? Dun, 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 dun. That's really really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You look you mm -hmm. look excited. That's. That's really it's like be quiet. Let me savor. I this. don't like to chew in the microphone, <laughs> but yes, it's really, really good. I I'm I'm impressed. Very it looks very flavorful. Yeah, I like it. Thank you. Really good. Thank you so much well, for well, bringing it. Well, it sounds unique. You know, anytime you have uh, uh, 
cheese and mushrooms in a pastry mm-hmm. like like you're already there you can't you're halfway be, you there can't beat that. Oh. yeah yeah um so what's next for you guys yeah um so you know we're we've still just been spreading by word of mouth uh mm-hmm. we're taking taking bookings up until the 18th uh, yeah december 18th the 18th of this month um i'll be up up north for the holidays and then um i'm gonna be back around the 15th of next month and then uh from there on out we are gonna be uh taking full service um Mm. full service between uh uh, between the 18th and the 15th we will be taking uh bookings for two tops possibly three tops just it's gonna be a one-man team for that time period so Mm. we want to keep business going but we don't want to be overwhelmed yeah, I mean you have a you have a reputation to uphold. Yeah, you know, you don't want to let people down over absolutely. the yeah. So and and and, tr- and trust me, guys. Um, you know, working as a team mm-hmm. and be, you know both being accountable to each other, both making sure that the product is top notch and you know it, that, mm-hmm. that's that's important as well. You know, I mean, yeah. not that one would necessarily like uh, slack off for for like a better term or or be less creative without the you know the right guy. Um, but certainly it just helps. I mean, mm-hmm. teamwork in the it's, kitchen it's def- no, it definitely it's a team effort yeah. we mm-hmm. we got along really well at the restaurant so if, if we mm-hmm. didn't we wouldn't be doing this yeah. together. no of course it takes yeah. a lot to say hey you're you're gonna be my guy you know yeah. we're gonna we're gonna uh, take this to to another level yeah um you mentioned um pre-show about needing maybe or or borrowing or being lent a venue to do some fun other exhibition type yeah. things yeah i mean if there's uh any local restaurants mm-hmm. in the area that maybe somehow uh, you know we could we could work with them right um you know we're open to a lot of things cool uh so uh, you know i'm sure it would benefit both parties mm-hmm. involved in, in corporate mm-hmm. in corporate lunches or office lunches yeah that's that's a, that's something, a possibility, a possibility well. okay. would oh, yeah. be good especially i think during the holidays that might be something more people are open to as far as having a really nice lunch catered to their office versus going out is a possibility yeah um, especially if they don't want to do something after hours, they maybe want to do it during the day. So if anybody's listening that thinks that would be a great idea for their office or they want to recommend that, that's I think that would be a good conver- yeah, conversation, a good conversation. We're trying to, to branch out as, as much as we can and take advantage of this because mm-hmm. I think we're hopping on an opportunity that no one really has seized yet. So. Yeah, and, and I've seen in other uh, markets, you know, especially more uh, uh, urban markets, the, the pop-up concept where, you know, a chef comes in, uh, into a private uh, space mm-hmm. or a, a intimate space or an exclusive space, and you know the 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 clientele. In fact, you know the invitees. You know, is you know it's very, you know, kind of who you know, and and it's not like hey everybody come. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's mostly just like here we are. If you didn't get the invitation, too bad, kind of thing. And for these twenty five people or whatever uh, number uh, that are there, they're able to enjoy something that's intimate, exclusive. You know, mm-hmm. fun, spontaneous, all of the above. Yeah. You know, exciting. Uh, so I, I would say that yeah, if if there is a, a partner uh, venue that says, hey, I got this private dining room or what or whatever may have you, mm-hmm. or a night off, you know, and 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 you could you know use this portion of the restaurant or even just a meeting space. You know, I mean, oh, there's yeah. apartments, you know, with these beautiful clubhouses and they have these yeah. beautiful kitchens yeah. and yep. you know mm-hmm. you could have like 25, 50 people. Um, and that gets me to another question before we we because I want you guys to share uh, as we close down how to, how people can contact you, but. What is like the max he could serve? So with me, me and Dan, I would say eight people, um, 10 people or more. We would we would bring somebody else on with us, some someone to help serve the food. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But as a separate club organization, 
I mean, are you prepared to do like a 40 person thing, like 20 couples? Uh, I'm only asking because I, I know of, of couples who go out in big numbers to places and they're, they're, no, you know, they consume like and a whole dining room. And that's definitely the goal, you know, right. the, the sky is the limit. And okay. I know we're capable of doing it. Maybe sure. two man team. No, right. but mm-hmm. uh, with the proper hands, I mean, we can definitely execute that for sure. Yeah. So, for so sure. eight is comfortable right now. Yeah, eight, eight, to eight, ten. For eight to ten for two people right. is, is easy. easy okay, run. well, that's fair enough. So those listening, those, those watching, um, then uh, then now, now you know the parameter, you know, to, to have this experience. Eight people. And I think most private residences, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, dining tables. I mean, not, not everybody has, you know, seating for, for more than ten, you yeah, know, even exactly. with the leaf insert yeah. and, and, the, and the folding uh, tables, you know, I mean, that's really – any any size decent right. size dining room could really um, accommodate. And, yeah, because anything over that becomes not an intimate dining experience. Yeah, right, yeah. right. For sure that, and I think for you guys, I don't know a kitchen. Sometimes if you're cooking for more than that, depends on the it would the you would need a decent size kitchen. When we're, for instance, our pre- previous dinner at your mm-hmm. house, um, there are dishes that we are starting while we're cooking mm-hmm. the last one. So mm. it, it's definitely space is definitely needed right. if we're going to be cooking for that many people. Yeah. Exactly. Everything has to be timed out really well. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you guys, you guys, I can't even, I just keep saying it just did such an incredible job. I just, it was just such an experience and we definitely want to have you come back. You know, we're already like, no, absolutely. So, uh, one more question and then I'll, I'll finally wrap this thing up. Yeah. Uh, do you guys do theme things? Like for instance, if I wanted to throw like a, um, <laughs> you know, like I don't have like a, a big dining room, but I have, uh, for instance, a uh, access to like a grill and like an outdoor kind of space. You know, mm-hmm. would you guys do like a um, like a gourmet uh, dinner or lunch? You know, yeah. from like from a grill. Yep. You know, outdoors. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Definitely. Because that'd be a lot of fun. I think that would oh, yeah. be fun. Yeah. yeah. And you know, honestly, going into spring and summer, that would be something people want to have. Like you know, chef prepared you know barbecue kind yep. of experience. Um, you heard it here first, guys. Th- those listening and tuning in live, uh, book them for those major holidays: July Fourth, uh, Cinco de Mayo. Because I'm sure oh, yeah. you guys probably kick at butt with a with a good uh, you know uh, taco or Mexican theme. You know, so uh, for all those special occasions coming up this year, get these guys booked up. Mm-hmm. Um, See, so I want I want to try to help you guys. No, you know, appreciate and that. invite Darlene and I if you do book them. <laughs> of uh, course. Yeah, duh, duh. Uh, Real quick, how do we find you? How do, how do we follow you? Give us all the uh, the info. At for, the moment, for um, Instagram is probably the best way and the quickest way to reach out to us. Um, um, Supper Club 2019. Supper Club. We changed it. <laughs> oh, we changed it as of today. <laughs> uh, Brevard Supper Club 2019 is our Instagram. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wanted to, uh, I guess. Just localize Geo-targeted. it. Geo-targeted. So pe- yeah, people, yep. people know where we're located. Okay. Um, and also, what was going to say? Oh, yeah. So you've got that. And then I was going to okay, I was going to say I had it linked on my blog, but it links over to that. So I'll have to double check, make sure gotcha. that still okay. works. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if anybody just wants to send us messages on Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. we respond within the day and give, give anybody information for, you know, whatever they want to know, uh, prices mm-hmm. or um, courses or what they need and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, because there's yeah. no like one package, one one Mm-mm. you know size fits all. I mean, it's mm-hmm. all customized versus the consultation. So when somebody says, "I want the you know say you know hundred dollar guest you know 
concept. You're like, no, nah, we don't really do that. We, we, we plan accordingly as to what ingredients you guys want and, and how many courses and, 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 you know, and then you're able to, to give them price out. Cause it's really hard to say, you know, here's our, uh, uh, you know, bronze, you know, package our, our, our silver package and a gold package. You know, I mean, you know, you want, want to convey that people know that you are priced per the, um, uh, the menu, so so the price changes all the time. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make two new menus uh, pretty mm. soon within the next couple of weeks, and we'll have that posted, and it'll be a lot easier to give people the option right there rather than uh, sure. just going through the all the all the back and forth talk. It'll be mm. much easier to set it up. So much easier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. W- and with that, thank you so much. I think our our hour is up. I'm gonna let these guys uh, go. Yeah. But Darlene, please close us out. Tell them how to reach us and and how to reach you. Yeah, uh, eDrinkPlayBrevard.com um, on my website. And then also Instagram is eDrinkPlayBrevard and my Facebook page. Clearly, um, jump on there, follow me, give me some likes, some feedback. Love it. And um, thank you, everybody, for responding. Um, I see we have a lot of activity going on our Facebook page, so we're going to check that out here soon, Jesse. Certainly. Thanks yeah. for watching. And, uh, and again, hit that follow, hit that subscribe button. Yeah. And uh, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Space Coast Eats. Yeah. This has been a uh, an- another fun episode, uh, again, with Darlene and Jesse, yeah. Space Coast Eats. And yeah. thank you so much for coming on. Thank, thank you for, for having us. us. Yeah, totally enjoyed it. All right, guys, till next time. We love you. Take care. Take it easy.